Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we've got an exceptional issue of Corver's Corner with uh, super fan Mark Corver and uh, a very favorite guest of his who uh, uh, will just tell you her, her initials are Lisa Zortman. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the program, uh, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, thank you. Well, we're just gonna I'm, we're just gonna alternate asking you questions, Lisa. Lisa, uh, well, tell our listeners you, you you're a librarian, right, in the Iowa City School District. That is correct. Yes, I teach uh, kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. Well, you have a uh, um, you you've had a kind of a love for the Heartlanders. You've been along with Mark have been kind of this core group of people. Uh, but my first question about you is this Kids Day that they had where they bust the kids in from school. Uh, you seem like you were having entirely too much fun to be at work, but uh, tell us about how that day was organized. Did you have anything to do with it, or was it just a, a, a lucky break for you? Well, when I first saw that they were doing a field day, I kind of talked to uh, Molly and Jordan, just kind of saying, hey, how's this going to work? And I'm hoping that we have a chance to uh, be a part of it. And I knew that they had a lot going on um, with that. So... I was kind of, you know, just questioning how that was going to look. But then when it got closer and closer, I talked to my principal and my uh, PE teacher about it. And when I found out that it was going to be on a day that I was able to go because of my schedule, because that was the day that I taught fifth grade, and fifth grade were the ones that were going to the hockey game, I thought, perfect. So I asked if I could uh, go along and help get the kids riled up and tell them all about hockey and and it worked out so the stars were aligned that day i guess all right mark go ahead okay uh what i would like to know is as you were there with me you opening day against the mavericks and uh caught the news blurb with uh kcrg that like me uh, you had not really like knowing about hockey, um, talk about your experience on day one last year against the Mavericks. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I am a huge introvert. Um, just like you, Mark, you're, you're very introverted, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I am very opposite of you in that big crowds make me kind of nervous when I don't know anybody, I'm unsure. But I tell you what, that first night at Heartlanders Hockey, I already felt like I was home. And um, I've met so many good friends now because of it, including you, that it's brought me out of my comfort zone. So there was just an electricity in the air that night, and I just knew that right then we wanted to be a part of it. So it was, it was quite the experience to start out not knowing what I was getting into and look at where we are now. Well, uh, I want to ask you back to the to the kids' day. Uh, was it a success? Did the kids like it? Do you think that we created some future Iowa Heartlander fans that night? Absolutely. Uh, the energy that day was unlike anything I've heard in Extreme Arena so far. And I think that my kids on the end had a big part in that. Um, I was wearing my UP shirt underneath my jersey, so I told them all on the bus hey, this is one guy to cheer for and look out for, so that they kind of had something to look for. And boy, did they bring it. They they loved every part of it. They didn't want to leave when we had to go. They're still talking about it now. 
Um, so I think that, you know, we just got to keep that energy going and get more kids and more families to the stadium or to the arena. All right, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, um, I, I want to know, uh, being a librarian, what are some of the challenges you face um, when you're being a librarian in a modern-day uh, school setting? Um, that's a really great question I wasn't ready for because I was all hockey-oriented today. Um, I think right now the biggest thing for librarians is around the country, we're getting challenged for what we're putting on the shelves. There's a lot of um, people trying to ban the books that we're putting out there. So Iowa City, knock on wood, we're not having that problem. We're in a good community where we're very open to all. But across the country right now as a librarian, um, it's very hard and very challenging, no pun intended, um, to make sure that kids are getting what they need to read. So that's a big, big thing right now that we're always ready for. But we have a, a program in place and a, a protocol in place to help us decide what books to put on the shelves. So that's kind of where I'm at right now with that, I guess. Well, uh, Lisa... Uh... Talk to me about Mark Corver, super fan. Uh, how has he made it more fun for you, and what do you enjoy about uh, uh, Mark's support of the Iowa Heartlands? His energy is infectious. And I tell you, every time, we're now sitting on opposite ends this year because they put the party zone in. That was our original seats last year. So we were a lot closer to him last year. Um, in the arena this year um we're at the opposite end so every game before the game we always head straight to mark's corner and uh help cheer the heartlanders um during warm-up and kind of get that energy going and then we try to take it down to the other end and i tell you we can still hear him and see him we know he's still bringing it but it's, it's different this year being at opposite ends for sure but he does a great job of getting the crowd going uh, getting those fans going, whether they're new or have been there many times, everyone seems to know who Mark is. <laughs> well, um, gee, uh, wow. So, uh, probably not going to like this next question then. Uh, I, I've heard, uh, I've heard that Menards is an absolute terrible place to get a uh, home improvement things. Can you confirm or deny that? <laughs> I have to deny that, Mark, because I believe that there are people there doing a wonderful job uh, making sure that we get what we need. <laughs> um, uh, just, I'll just interrupt you, David, a second. I'll just uh, a little inside joke there. Uh, Lisa's husband, Rick, uh, very great guy. He does work in Mars. That's why I kind of <laughs> You told me to bring the hard questions in. So. You just do it automatically. <laughs> All right. Well, Lisa, let me ask you this: uh, What was the, the the kids' impression of Mark at the at their uh, when when they were at the game? To be honest, at first, I don't think they knew what was going on because he was in Mark mode. But once they saw that I was friends with him and that it was okay that he was not some crazy man in antlers. Um, they loved it and they danced with him and they cheered with him and they took selfies with him. And so then I told them, I said, Mark's my friend and he's a super fan and he gets the crowd going a lot like Dash. So I said, think of him as Dash and 
he's, he's with the good guys. So they, they thought it was hysterical and they loved it. And it just made them scream even more. So. Okay. Um, you know, recently I had my first road trip experience uh, to the Kansas City Mavericks, oddly enough, around you know Christmas time. You went a week after me. Uh, I'd like to know uh, your thoughts on the uh, Kansas City arena and the Mavericks as a whole with that arena experience. Sure. And that was actually our second road trip because we went to um, Indy and saw Indy Fuel and Heartlanders play. So we've been to <laughs> two arenas now to visit the Heartlanders at away games. But I tell you, that uh, Cable Dahmer Arena is amazing. It is obviously a very established team. So it was interesting to see the difference in the fans. And I'm not saying the fan spirit, because we bring the fan spirit to their extreme arena. But the number of fans, and you could just tell that it's a definitely an established program. And they have a very nice facility, as do we. Um, But I just think that as I was sitting there, I'm thinking, how can we build at the extreme to match this? And one of the things that I thought of right off the bat is when the um, school choir sang the national anthem, I'm like, there you go. That is one way, perhaps, that maybe we can get more families in is if we ask uh, school choirs to sing the national anthem. And then you know that families will come and see their kids sing. So my, my my thoughts were spinning as, as I was at that game thinking, what can we do here in Coralville to help that fan base and help to bring more people to see the Heartlanders? But, yes, wonderful experience. The people were so nice, so accommodating, a lot of fun. Um, unlike what maybe you had for an experience, <laughs> I heard a little bit of your story. But, you know, we didn't bring the antlers and the, the swearing like you did. Oh, no, they, I, there was no swearing. There was creative uh, language. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and they didn't even like that, I hear. They did not. Well, you know, I think they were just jealous of your um, enthusiasm and wished that they could have brought more to their side of things. But that's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> well, I'm sure they Nobody can they... bring it like you. I'm sure they wish they had a fan like you. Uh, I, would, I bet everyone I, does. Uh. Yeah, even their mascot was not very visible. He came around a little bit with his drum, but we hardly saw him. So I think that our Dash does a way better job than their mascot of getting in with the fans and getting the fans riled up. But that's that was my perception of that night. I'll say this. I've never brought my grandson or any of his friends to a game where Dash didn't come up and talk to him or come up and you know absolutely uh, uh, have that moment of meeting him and stuff uh. yeah and typically honestly i'm scared of mascots i don't like them i've never liked them but i'm okay with dash so dash is a friendly mascot but he's also real fun and and gets the crowd going so i'm not scared of dash <laughs> well we are talking to introverted librarian and hockey fan uh, lisa zortman Lisa, who are some of the, the players that you kind of admire or maybe that you've met or or you think they're doing something good in the community? Well, I've met most of them. At least last year I met all of them. Now, this year I haven't met all the new guys yet, but the standouts to me, the first, the first um, player that I really connected to right away was Hunter Jones just because he was my first goalie. And we sat right behind 
the goal right behind the net. And so I was sad to see him go, happy to see him come back. It's always a catch-22 because you want them to do well. But Hunter Jones was like my first uh, player that I really admired and, and looked up to. Now, that being said, there's a lot of them that are doing such a great job out there. Of course, Yuki's a fan favorite. Love him. Nicest guy in the world. Zach White, fast, caring. You can tell he loves the team. Full Stollard. I mean, all of them, whether they're last year's group or the new guys coming in, they're just they're playing with their heart, and we just got to see some wins. So it's heartbreaking when you see them lose all these overtimes or lose these road games so closely because we know that they've got it in them and we know they want to win more than we want them to win, but they're just struggling right now. So biggest things as fans is to just know that we're behind them and keep supporting them and hoping that they can turn that corner. Okay, um, speaking of road games, I know you and Rick were kind enough to uh, host a couple of away game watch parties last year. Um, you know, talk to you know Dave and myself on your thoughts on you know that and uh, if another assortment watch party is possibly happening in 2023. <laughs> yeah, that was just one of those things that we thought, you know what? They're away. We've got full hockey. Let's just bring the fans together and bring the energy in one collective space and try and send it out to the universe. And ended up being such a great time. Um, kids came, grown-ups came. It was just a really fun day of or night of watching hockey together with our new hockey family. Um, even Isaac was there, which was great because we just sent Isaac Goffin off to Alabama and gave him a picture of that night. So it was a really special night, and we're definitely planning on doing it again. We just got to figure out which and when and how many we want to do. Um, we feel like it may be growing. So if we get too big and our basement is not going to handle everybody, we might have to find a public watch party. But for now, we'd like to host another one here at the house because it was just a really, really fun night of getting together and laughing and yelling at the TV. So that will definitely be in 2023. Well, Lisa, I will agree with you that they are struggling on the road. I don't think they even won one game on the road, but we got a winning record at home. Now, what is the, what is it about the home cooking? What is it about the extreme arena? What is it about playing in front of fans like you and Mark and all these other people in the crowds keep growing? And uh, what do you think it is about the home experience? that makes the Heartlanders get out there and have the confidence to go out there and win. Well, I, I'm not an expert on hockey. I'll tell you that right now. I'm, I'm very new to this sport. I, I watched a few, I went to a few Rough Riders games back in the day, and I've been to a Mallard game or two, um, actually with a school group once. But, so I don't claim to know a lot about the sport. What I do know is that when they're not traveling and they're able to be at home, it seems that it's a lot easier for them. Not only is it on their home ice, but they're not having to travel to get anywhere. And I think maybe that's taking a little bit of a toll and it's, it's something that they have to get used to. I don't know. Um, the other thing is, it's just they, they know they're at home. They know the crew. They know they're going to see us at the ice. They know that we're cheering them on and they seem to bring a little bit extra. I have to say, especially at the um, field trip game, 
they definitely had that energy flowing through with those kids dancing and screaming and yelling and clapping. And I think we just need more of that. We need more of a fan base. We need more people coming to the arena, bringing that energy so that the, the players and the, the staff feel it. Go ahead, Mark. Okay. Um, on that note, a two-part question here is, I know from what I've kind of read online and such, some people, you know, feel either for or against, you know, fighting in pro hockey. Uh, what are your thoughts on fighting in hockey? And specifically, I'm going to reference what I always dubbed the fight game against the Fort Wayne Comets, where we had, I think, a combined 150-plus penalty minutes. Uh, your thoughts on that game if you attended that which I believe you did I think I did not attend that game that was the one game we were actually in Las Vegas and missed that game so I'm, I'm definitely jealous that we missed that but we were in Vegas so it was kind of a trade-off however um, I think that there's definitely a balance um, you look at Robodeau or whatever his name is <laughs> too much fighting in hockey that's that's not okay obviously he's in it for a different reason and maybe should go to if there's an extreme extreme hockey hockey maybe he should be playing that but I think that there are times and places for it and when you see someone go in and rail on somebody else typically that's getting our fans or our um, players back into it a little. I think that that's part of the play calling is, hey, get in there and stir it up a little. Let's get this get this team going. Not only does it get the team going, but it gets the fans going too. Now, I don't like the blood on the ice hockey. I don't like the let's pound them until they're not moving. Um, that freaks me out. But a little bit of uh, scuffling and ramming them into the wall and that kind of thing – I think it's okay. Just don't hurt anybody. <laughs> That's the mom in me coming out. Oh, you guys, you, you know, box with your gloves on, but let's not get hurt. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell me if you were talking, anybody that's out there listening to us that's considering coming to the extreme arena, hasn't come to the extreme arena, or you're having a private conversation, uh, tell everybody about the whole experience, the music, the staff, the, the food, the drinks, the atmosphere, and uh, 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 why having more and more people just makes it more and more exciting. Well, like I said, I did not know what I was getting into when I went into this either, but I just wanted to see the arena, you know, and what a beautiful arena we have right here in Coralville. So I'd say that's the first thing. Even if you don't know anything about hockey, come to a hockey game and experience the arena, experience the staff, um, most of the staff even know us now and treat us like we're coming into cheers. You know, they treat us like we're home. And that's kind of the feeling that we've had from day one is that this is our home arena and we need to help support that. Once you come in the doors, you, you see smiling faces, you see people willing to help. They've got great vendors there. Um, and then just the hockey game itself is just so much fun. And to think that we did not have to travel an hour or an hour and a half to come and see hockey at this level. That's just amazing, and I want to keep it. So I tell everybody that I meet, I say, hey, have you been to a hockey game? You should really try it out. It's a lot of fun. I was not a hockey fan until now. Come and check it out. And I know that there are people that 
we'll be doing that here in 2023. So hopefully we can just get that fan base to grow, get people aware that it's right here in our backyard and, and build that base. Because I think that's something that's lacking and something that the Heartlanders deserve. They need to have a good crowd to play for. Okay. Uh, I, you mentioned vendors. I, I've heard, a, I have a reliable source that the concessions at the Extreme Arena are going to have some form of pumpkin spice uh, <laughs> year-round. I want to know your thoughts on that. <laughs> I'm going to have to avoid that vendor at all costs. <laughs> yeah, Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark. <laughs> you, you know me so well. I do, I do. <laughs> well, this, this has been a funner interview than I even thought it was going to be. Uh, you wanted the hard questions, Dave Donchin. I'm giving you, I'm giving the people what they want, the baby. I, I just throw them softballs out there, and I got, I got at least one more for you, Lisa. Uh, All right. Tell me, you live, you live in Iowa City, Coralville area, you know. Uh, so, Mark and I don't, but you're right there in the heartbeat of the Heartland, uh, Heartlanders. Uh, potential uh audience there uh you know they, they come in cold i mean you couldn't have you, you know you most of the people i knew didn't even know there's an extreme arena much less a hockey team so uh from back at the beginning where almost nobody knew about this and well into the first season uh still very very few people knew what was going on till now how are they doing at the marketing and what is the response? Uh, uh, does the average person in Coralville, Iowa City area, know that there's a hockey team? I was actually going to talk about that if you didn't ask me that question. So thank you. I I think that there are still so many people that don't even know about it. They're like they know about the Extreme Arena, but they do not know that we have this ECH level hockey team. So I think some way, somehow, there needs to be some more marketing, more advertising to let them know, hey, come in and check this out. This is a big deal. Maybe they need to have more free ticket for University of Iowa student nights and then have discounted beer on top of that. Maybe they need to have buy an adult ticket, get kids tickets free, get those kids energy back in there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to fill the seats early on to keep building this, but I do think that we need to fill those seats somehow, whether it's cheap seats or more um, packages, kind of like Tavern Blue does. I know Tavern Blue does a package. I know Costco maybe has some sort of deals, but we've got to get the people through the doors first to see what it's all about, and then I think they'll keep coming back. But Better advertising for sure. I know that they don't even cover the sport a lot. Um, luckily, Isaac with the Daily Iowan, he was able to cover it, but we need more news channels there, like KCRG was for the field trip. We need them covering what the Heartlanders are doing and how they're doing to get more people there. So hopefully, and my word of mouth is helping a little bit, but I'm just one person in a big pond. So we need to do a better job in this area of making sure that we don't lose them. And I don't know if that's even a possibility, but we've got to get these attendance numbers up and get more families in to keep this team around. That's just my two cents. Okay. Um, well, 
they you want the hard questions, I'm gonna name you the hardest questions so far. I'm kind of since I'm not, I've been out of you know the education realm you know, since you know <laughs> out of school. You're in the um, school realm with. Uh, what are your thoughts on the general state of you know, the education system in this country, just from your perspective as an elementary school librarian? Curious on your thoughts. Uh, that is that is a hard question. That is a tough one. It's gonna it's gonna bring down the podcast here, Mark. <laughs> um, right now, it's a little bit scary. Uh, we are not getting money from the government this next year to help with public schools. Um, they are wanting to go to the voucher system where. Families can take their kids to any school or charter school, which is hurting the public education system and hurting teachers and staff. So it's a scary time right now, to be honest. It's uh, not looking good. Um, Iowa City is going to have to make some cuts. They're they're doing early retirements to try and help with our budget. Um, it's It's a scary time. It's a stressful time. And you come off of a pandemic when we worked our butts off to keep kids in school online when we had to and then back in person and all of the protocols we had to go through and uh, teachers are leaving across the country um, they're calling it the great resignation I think so it's it's not looking good right now but it's my job it's my passion and I'm sticking with it and I hope that it doesn't hurt us further. I hope I can keep my librarian job, and I hope that kids can continue to get a free public education. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my take. It's it's scary right now, but hopefully, people will realize we need to put our our tax money towards public schools that are right in these neighborhoods and not be shipping kids off. So, well. Uh I got uh, uh, one final question, and then I'm going to just let you roll with uh, anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to talk about. You, you get a chance. I got about four minutes left here. Uh, one is how is Round Guy Radio doing at covering the Heartlanders through Heartlanders Weekly through Corver's Corner? And uh, tell me some things that you uh, you know. I mean, maybe do you, I don't know if you, do you listen like uh, in the summer when we sent Mark to the Field of Dreams or any of those episodes. I honestly hadn't, but what I do see happening is you're bringing in guests, you're bringing in coaches, you're talking to David Fine. All of those things are important and and are going to help build that fan base. So now just sharing it out, keeping people in the know, that's what we need to keep doing, and I love what you're doing, and I appreciate that, and the Heartlanders fans appreciate that, because that's going to help build our base. So, just keep it keep it going. I love it. All right. Well, just and go ahead. Mark is having Mark in your corner. That's a win win. <laughs> yeah, we we enjoy talking to Mark. You know, we try to be like a 1970s radio station before everything was, uh, I don't know, gotcha journalism, and and we just try to be respectful to people and just ask questions, and then when they're done talking, ask them another question. You know, it's not that that big, but people do like. Uh, uh, way we're doing we're about to cross twenty five thousand listeners uh i love it and That's most amazing. of and iowa city's getting the you know is a growing market but everything you know interstate 80 and south in the southeast iowa thousands of listeners as well as over 200 cities in iowa listening but uh That's awesome. we, we you know we're so glad to have people like you but is there anything we didn't get to talk about do you have any message we've got a, a, a 
couple minutes left that you could just uh, send our listeners off with? Well, what I'd like to say is not knowing the sport of hockey like I do until now, it is an intense sport and, and amazing athleticism that these guys, you know, do every day. So I give the players all the props. I, I'm amazed. I couldn't even get out on the ice on skates and try to go forward. And they're just all over the place. And then they have a puck flying at them and they have sticks flying at them and guys throwing them into the wall. So they are very athletic and it can't be an easy gig knowing that you could be called up or down at any moment and have to pack that bag and go. Um, so I just think that these players deserve all the credit because they've got a hard job and as fans we need to remember that and remember that they're there because they love hockey and we're just gonna as super fans continue to support them and wish them all the best and yes we want to see them move on and move up but we love them here and continue to hopefully that they continue to have the successes that they dream of well, Mark, give so. us a fear of the deer closing because we only got 30 seconds. All right. Unofficially shop at Menards, Iowa City. It's great. Lisa, always a pleasure. I'll drink the pumpkin spice for you so you don't have to. And as always, unofficially, here's the deer.